This is the studio, welcome. Um, this is basically accumulation of about 10 years worth of grind here. And um, you know, when I, when I moved out to um, start our transmedia studio at the beginning of this year, um, these stuff came with me. So, yeah. And you were brought up in Flixmere? Yep. Which is how far away from here? From from here, probably about maybe a, just over a 10 minute drive. And Tipping is that where you still live now? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll pretty much stay right on the boundary of Flexmere and Hastings, um, over by Boys High. Ah, oh, yep. Yeah. Okay, so maybe we could describe this, this space. Yeah, it's a bit hard to describe, but it's, um, it's basically an old smoker room um, that was built about, I don't know, 30 years ago, something like that, um, which is basically an old milkshake. Uh, this is the, this is the smoker room for the milkshake down below. This is really flash smoker room. <laughs> oh, we've, look, we've we've cleaned it up. Oh, have you? So we've lined it and painted it and um, brought it up to speed. So it's got a kitchen, shower, I've seen got a laundry, um, and, and, and it kind of tempts you to live here, but it, it's nah. We've got a lovely wife from the home she gets to Yeah, um, we've got a, um, a dual layer desk, which is a, um, a big uh, quick lock one. Um, very nice, solid desk. Um, got some some good monitors. Uh, got an external monitor. Um, everything is all Apple Mac these days. Um, got a couple of beat Mac. How do you find um, Apple Mac to work on? The best. Yeah? Yes, easily. Easily the best, um, and, and they all integrate all the all the programs that are coming out. They all integrate with each other, so it's not um, well. They, they they can read each other because usually back in the days with PC and stuff, um, you could only do certain things and you couldn't combine the programs because of uh, different you know copyrights and stuff like that. So Mac is very good like that. Um, it's industry standard now, um, even in the film. Yeah. Okay, so what are we working on here? Looks like you're... Oh, working on here, um, actually this was, um, I'm, I'm working on some sound um, some sound uh, tracks for um, videos that we've been doing. Um, I just produced them all here. Um, just, just backing tracks, so you know, instead of just people just talking, uh, there's some, actually some light right now. <laughs> there's actually some in the background, so oh, yeah. I know it just spices things up, especially when you have interviews and stuff. Um, it's really uh, to make the audience feel like, uh, you know, to, to, to make them want to watch it, really. Now, as I'm talking to you and looking at you, my eyes have been distracted by this yeah. amazing-looking wireless yeah. on the corner there. Is that for real? Um, I'm kind of... What are you pointing at? There's actually quite a few things. I'm, I'm looking... Okay, there's the old school... <laughs> Yeah. Underneath it, but I'm looking at that. Uh, oh, uh, well, I'm going to say wireless that's been encased in a. Right. In a. Did you do that? In a no, case? no, that, that, that's actually an old stereogram. Um, everyone, everyone's seen um, these Marai things. That, um, you know, these paintings of Marai um, and my videos. And um, one of the first CDs I put out was a picture of that on the front, and they all thought it was a meeting house. And they're asking me where it was, and you know, who, it's like, dude, it's a radio. It's actually a radio that was carved um, by my great great uncle. He's just just made a case for it, and 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 it's this stereogram doesn't go anymore because it's that old. And apparently, the whole thing's around about ninety years old. So um, it was given down to me from um, my Ngāpuhi Fano up north. Beautiful. Yeah, and they just said, oh, you're the only one that seems to be into music. Your your great 
grand uncle was a bit of a muso and, and he was a lot before me. I didn't actually know them because my mum was whangai out, so I always thought that she was from Murupara and then I went to find out when in her passing three years ago. Uh, we had a whole bunch of ngāpuhi whānau turn up. And so this was given to me as a gift um, from that side of the whānau that I don't really know. and Because um, uh, I was born, this is my dad's from here, Kahunganu, um, from Kahurana ki Marae. Um, yeah, Ngāti Kahunganu hard. So um, I was brought up in this, in this um, raw here and didn't know much about uh, where my mum was actually from uh, till, yeah, just recently. So that thing is... Uh, it's always brought me, um, I don't know, guidance, I guess. You know? It's beautiful. Thank you. Mm. Okay, so take me through what you're doing here. Uh, what I'm doing here is um, basically I just, um, there's, there's a few different roles, I guess. Um, I do a lot of what they call, um, uh, you know, soundtracking, uh, which is kind of like scoring. Um, there's more film too. So um, I can make music around that. Um, I, I produce my own music from here. Um, along with other producers that work with me and they come here and they um, you know, bring their gear and sort of plug it up and, and go hard as well but um, I'm not really known as a producer I'm more known as a, as a rapper, as an MC, as a writer these days uh, well, well, to the to the public but I've always been frigging with these kind of things Does it always just become part of it though? Yeah, no, it's, it's, all, it's all part of it, you know um, You know, you've got to be good at, well you've got to do everything you and really it's possible do. to do everything. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, that, that's the whole point. Is um, you know, there's a lot of young young rappers out there that they think that you just rap and that's it. You know, and asking, well, in a place like Aotearoa, you got to really know how to do everything because no one's just going to scoop you up like your you know notorious B.I.G. or anything. It doesn't happen like that. And really, you got to utilize what you've got. You know, you don't have to have a lot of flash stuff. I mean, this looks a lot pretty flash at the moment, but what I'm saying is that that's over 10 years worth of, um, you know, researching, doing my thing, going out, working. Worked in the Meatworks, the Meatworks bought me all this. <laughs> not, not the music. I mean, I didn't really get known until, like, last year, so I'm still building on that. How did that happen? That actually happened through, well, my mum's passing again. Um, we were a bit stuck for the um, the unveiling. Uh, the whanau didn't really have any money, and we thought, well, look, we wanted to unveil our mum, but... We, we had no money, so I thought, well, why don't I just make some CDs and, and sell them? Um, so I went to the, the Hip Hop Summit, which is two years ago now, um, and, and which is held in Auckland. Um, had you performed at it before? No. No, I've I, I been to a few of them, but never performed at it. Um, at that stage, no one, no one had heard of me. Um, they just gave me a chance, I guess, and then made, must have made an impression, sold the CDs. Um, and, and raise some money for the unveiling, which is, you know, um, just about enough for us to do the whole thing. So it was good. But what came from that was, um, you know, the, the CD got around and people heard about it. And, and then it got back to me and then uh, led on to being signed by um, Empire Records in, in Auckland, which is an uh, offshoot of MTC. Same guys that look after Tyree, Deech, Young Sid and all those dudes. So, yeah. I mean, was it ever an ambition of yours? Yes, yes. Um, I guess I, I didn't expect it to happen like that. I didn't really think too much about it. But when I sort of got the opportunity to, I thought, well, maybe that was my mum's last little thing for me to... That was her way of kicking my kumu <laughs> and, and pushing me in the right direction, I guess. And she's guided me ever since, uh, um, you know, uh, 
but that was the beginning of um, what people know now as tipini, really. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's Aotearoa, so it's quite difficult to make a living out of your music. Hell yeah, yeah. Music alone, you're not going to crack it, or just music alone. Um, that's, that's, the, that's the truth. Um, um, unless you're doing the off, offshore stuff. I mean, someone like uh, someone like Lord, you know, who's doing real well, Lady Six, you know, these, these, these people that have done really well overseas. Um, because Aotearoa is so small, um, and the gigging scene is, is, is quite a... As a circuit that everyone does, you know, it's kind of, you need to have more up your sleeve than just that, you know. So who are your influences? Um, my dad. <laughs> oh, you mean musically? <laughs> <laughs> um, influences, um, definitely um, being Māori is, is a huge influence to me because the more I learn about it, the more sure I am about what I'm doing. You know, um, uh, whakapapa is, is a big thing, um, you know, but musically... Uh, so what yeah. were you doing? Were you like boning and then yeah. the rhymes were coming to your head or what? Yeah, oh no, that always happened. Um, actually, I had to be reminded about that. That was my mum again, my dad, who always used to tell me I used to just rap when I was doing the dishes or rap at the table, rap when I was told to shut up, you know, just rapping or somehow rhyming something or humming some sort of tunes. I guess that was always with me. When I was playing rugby or, you know, um, doesn't matter what I was doing, I was still... Music was always there. Mm. But did it seem like it could be a career that you could have? I, always, oh, I guess I always wanted that because um, as an artist you always had these big dreams of um, going overseas and cracking it and rocking the crowds over there and hopefully meeting some of the inspirations like, you know, Dr. Dre and, you know, at one point there was Tupac and stuff like that. Those dudes are long gone. But, you know, I always, I've still got big ambitions of doing well overseas. Um, um, and, and, and making sure that they know where Aotearoa it is, is and um, it's truly, re I mean, you know, honestly represented in the music. I think that's a big thing. Like Prince Tuitika is another big, um, you know, another big inspiration for me. Why? Because, well, he was he was really talented, but he was really original as well. He was an know? entertainer, eh? Entertainer, uh, very witty, you know, um, those stuff, you know. <laughs> Even though it's from our culture, anyone could hear that and laugh at that, you know, because it's just, it's just all about the deliverance of it and, you know, just the brilliance behind the whole thing. Billy T. James, uh, you know, I look to those old fellas, um, you know, DLT, who's from here, um, you know, Shafu, um, Damn Native, the, all of these all of these dudes um, in my first, actually, that was <clears throat> that was actually one of the goals that I, want, uh, that I had was to work with certain artists um, and got to work with... Uh, basically all of my idols are on my first album basically so um that's you know shafu damn native um, um dlt um you know all of these guys that i really look up to scribe um and and meet a lot of the other ones on my journey so i'm really blessed in that in that way i get to get to um i always wanted to be a rapper i won't deny that i always wanted to rap and i always wanted to do something with it but it wasn't until recently that it was looked upon as a profession um, in, in, in Aotearoa. I think it was, it was still building, eh? Hmm. Everyone thought, oh, you can't rap, you're not from America, you can't rap. I mean, some people could argue that it was Damn Native yeah. that kind of originated hip-hop here, eh? Definitely. Or the definite hip-hop style a that's defin his. Definite, and then hmm. he's the pioneer, and, and because he didn't, he wasn't only good at rhyming, but... He came from a true place, you know, he was Māori to the core, and, and, and what he did for all of us, a whole generation of us, was actually say, wow, 
we can do this too, mm. definitely. Because our that, struggle has relevance. Mm, mm. It doesn't need to be modelled on the Black American struggle yep. or any other struggle. The struggle here has relevance. Oh, definitely, mm. definitely. And he made it. And he made us cool, basically. You know, we were cool. It was cool to be Māori, you know? Yeah, yeah, but it was just from skill and just the raw skill of the dude, and he still got it. And to be able to work with him, you know, the I don't know, 10 years later, when, when I first heard of him, actually it's been a lot longer than that, um, is, is definitely a, a took off my bucket list, because I had a beat um, that I couldn't use, and um, it was a real important song for the album, and I thought, oh, man, this is stuff now, because I already wrote the song, and then the producer said to me, oh, you can't use it because it's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Um, so Tyner, I actually met Tyner at that time. He asked me to play the song to him, and he goes, oh, we can make that. We'll make it better. And I was like, yeah, cool. And we did it with live instruments because, you know, with the producers, it's all digitally, you know, um, created. But but with the live element, it was just like, wow. Well, it's just got so much soul in it, so much more. And I think that's the direction I'd like to take, you know, um, a bit more in, my, in, in, you know, in the future. So I became aware of you through Westside Hori. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that way up there. Um, Westside Hori is uh, <clears throat> basically, I don't know, what is it, like four minutes long? It's a basically my whole life up to now in four minutes. <laughs> So um, <laughs> it's my it's my fucker papa so to speak. Um, you know we're all brought up in the in the country we're country kids um, and you know Flexme is a very small place and I know that it was kind of it's been slammed a lot in the press about uh, you know all these things that do happen there and, it, and it's true they they do ha- they do happen there but they don't talk about anything good that happens there and um, for me I, I needed to establish where I was from. And, and show everyone that they live there and everyone that doesn't know nothing about it that, that we're proud and it's a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, and, and, and that's actually how I discovered music was what that song was talking about um, through the parties. <laughs> and that, that, that is my mum, well, my mum especially was, was a heavy drinker. And it just came with, you know, that's how everyone lived and parties every day buzz. So that's how I found music, you know, because it was blurred while I was in the night um, and subconsciously um, it, it, it stuck to me. So, yeah. Has music made you conscious? Well, almost definitely. Um, I think our enemy as a whole is uh, always conscious, um, especially our older people. Um, you know, and I, I talk to my nannies and dad all the time, just about whatever. You know, um, if, if I can get them um, in, a, in a state they're not in the whole harbors, I can get some good stuff out of them. <laughs> Um, but uh, my dad, my dad, um, he, he was a big fan of, of the black music. Um, you know the, the uh, you know the Lionel Richie's, the Luther Vandross, the, the, the Pedro Bryson and stuff like that. So I grew up listening to that kind of music, and really it's a lot of soul, a lot of soul in that music. So that was the only music I knew for a long time. Um, and but I, I guess being brought up uh, listening to that kind of music, you kind of you, you always. Um, it's got elements in that music that, that doesn't hardly exist in these this time, like um, especially with hip hop music, you know, because it came to, comes across all aggressive and stuff. 
but I like to take the soul that I learned from that music. Um, and, you know, like Bob Marley, I was a huge fan of Bob Marley. He's probably the only picture that I have in the studio. Yeah, that's um, the only picture you've got in here. Um, you know, um, as of the man himself. Um, it's listening to guys like, you know, Bob Marley, Tupac, um, you know, those are the most more well-known ones. Um, Michael Jackson, even. Um, they're, they're very conscious artists. This is Tipene here from the Hawks Bay, Mighty Hawks Bay 06, represent to the, to the bay all day. Um, and um, yeah, the, the album Totoko will be coming out um, early this year, It'll be after after March, as is all I can tell you at this point. All I know is, um, you know, you guys all helped me to make this and gave me the, the courage and the, um, and the guidance that I needed to to be able to keep doing what I'm doing. So um, thank you all, thank you all, Aotearoa uh, and, and worldwide for, for your total call. And I uh, hope you fellas go out and buy. Kia ora tipine, tipine hama. Photos of that session, including the gorgeous carved radiogram that features as a motif in his music video, Doing My Thing, that features Scribe, is at our website, radionz.co.nz forward slash te ahikaa.